Welcome to Vote, the podcast. We are only one week and some change from Election Day, thank God. But voting has already started, y'all. In fact, voting has been happening for quite a while in many states. So if you've been wanting to return your ballot or vote early, this is the moment. Literally, you have just a few days in which you can still vote early. So if you don't do it now, you're going to be outside on Election Day. Please, 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 please get those ballots in. And if you've already voted, ask your parents, your siblings, your friends, your old sorority, your son's soccer roster, literally whoever you know, if you can help them find their polling place, drive them to the polls, help them make a plan, help your community, and let's get this done. And if you still have questions, we are still answering them. So we will be here and we will help you understand what's new and what you can look out for this election cycle. Because we are the voting preppers. I'm Andrea Haley, CEO of Vote.org, and you can visit our website to register to vote, to verify that you're still on the rolls, to find your polling location, to check your registration, and to request your absentee ballot. And I'm Kat Calvin, founder and executive director of Spread the Vote. Throughout the year, we help people get IDs that they need for everything, including voting. But right now, we're also out in the streets handing out... I don't know, food, drinks, voter guides, whatever people need, renting vans for rides, helping people read instructions on the ballots, doing whatever it takes to get people to the polls, including you. Please go to the polls. We can't say it enough. So, Andrea, we have to do it. We don't want to do it, but we have to do it. Let's talk about what's happening in voting this week. As of Monday morning, over 28 million people have voted in our country. That's really exciting, but we have a long way to go to get to full participation. One of the things that we're really seeing is the resilience of the American voter, though, as people are braving long lines to make sure that they have their voice heard. This shouldn't happen in the United States of America. We don't need to normalize the fact that there are long lines everywhere. It's great. We're all going to do our best to stand in them and to, you know, overcome these obstacles. Um, It's really, really important you participate anyway, but in the long term, thinking post-election, we should get to a place in this country where no one has to wait more than 30 minutes to vote. So great news out of Alaska. The Alaskan Supreme Court has confirmed that no witness signature is required or needed on an absentee ballot. Uh, Voters still need to sign their ballots, but they don't have to have a witness sign it too. So great news for voting rights in Alaska bad news out of my home state of Indiana, which is really personally frustrating. Indiana has an arbitrary rule that says that you have to have any absentee ballot in by noon on election day. And for a quick minute, a court decided that that rule should not stand. But now in the federal court of appeals, The rule has been reinstated. So again, people, if you live in Indiana, you must have your absentee ballot in by noon on Election Day. In similarly depressing Indiana news, we are one of the few states that requires you to have an excuse to vote absentee. And COVID is not a valid excuse. So I will be voting in person, early voting, um, because I cannot vote from the convenience of my home, which is personally very frustrating. Black voters in North Carolina are, of course, disproportionately having their mail-in ballots flagged for potential rejection, according to a new article in The Guardian. Uh, it's important to know this is not new. Uh, 
black and brown voters are two times more likely to have their ballots rejected normally. Uh, But wait till you hear the numbers about this year. North Carolina requires mail-in voters to get a witness for their ballots, and at least 7,000 mail-in ballots have been flagged across the state because of a deficiency. So this is where I'm going to say go to readtheeffingdirections.com. You guys, we have all of the instructions for all 50 states plus D.C., including North Carolina, If you need a witness on your ballot, it sucks, but get one, because otherwise they'll throw it out. As of Wednesday the 14th, 40% of rejected ballots were from Black voters, even though they comprised only 16% of the overall ballots returned. The North Carolina Board of Elections gave us some more guidance on Monday for how they plan to address ballots that have deficiencies like missing fields, missing witness signatures, etc., First of all, if the county gets your absentee ballot and there's an issue, they're expected to contact you in writing within one business day to let you know about the deficiency and how to correct it. If you returned your North Carolina ballot without a witness signature, they will issue you a new ballot, you guys, so exciting, by mail, and the first one will be thrown out. This is huge, by the way. Good job, North Carolina. This is amazing. Uh, If the deficiency is something besides a witness signature or assistance signature, then the county board will send the voter a certification to sign and return to ensure the ballot is counted. Again, way to go, North Carolina. So if you're in North Carolina and your absentee ballot needs curing, or if you haven't voted yet, plan ahead. Again, take a snack to the polls, you guys. There's a long line. Don't go snackless. Never be caught snackless. Read the directions. You can visit Spread the Votes, read theeffingdirections.com if you need help. Get a witness on your absentee ballot, please, pretty, pretty, please. Um, or go to vote in person. There's still early voting in North Carolina right now or on election day. And I also want to shout out Instagram. So eh, we're all on the gram. We probably all have mixed feelings about it. But what can I say? I love it. Uh, It's where I do the vast majority of my shopping these days. Um, And if you're on Instagram, on the top of your feed now, there's this whole thing asking you to vote, asking you, are you registered, whatever. And if you click on it, they have these fantastic videos for each state telling you everything you need to know to vote by mail in these states. And they're illustrated really nicely. The information is great. I'm a huge fan. I accidentally clicked, I will admit, I've been ignoring them. And then I just accidentally pushed a button. And all of a sudden, this video showed up on my screen. And I was like, oh my God, this is great. So well done, Instagram. I know you're owned by Facebook. You're destroying democracy. Also, stop showing me like all of this jewelry that I want and cannot afford. I don't know who you think I am, but it's pretty and I love it. I just, I want it and I can't have it. But I forgive you for all of that because your voting videos are fantastic. And, you know, we're seeing everywhere. I can't listen to the radio or go on really any platform for social media or streaming or anything without seeing people talk about voting, without hearing people talk about voting. Our local pop radio station has a whole like page encouraging people to vote. Everyone is really in it this year and it's exciting. It is not usually like this. Um, and so I, I am really, really thrilled and excited by how much corporations and social media platforms and everyone are really jumping in trying to get folks to vote. I do think it's probably a big reason why we're seeing such massive early voting voter turnout. You know, there are other reasons, like it's the biggest election of all time. Um, But I just, I wanted to shout out Instagram's voting videos because they're doing a good thing. 
this week, we have a question from a very special guest, David, my husband, who is a big fan of the podcast. And David, what's your question? Hi, everyone. This is David Williamson, a.k.a. Andrea Haley's husband, a.k.a. the guy who puts her podcast equipment together every week. And I know what you're thinking. How are they able to get me? Uh, It's a great question. And uh, I do have a, a great question for... Andrea and uh, fellow Star Trek nerd Kat Calvin. Um, and that is the election's almost upon us, um, just a few days left. But I keep hearing a lot of talk um, about how we may not have a resolution on election day. Uh, there may be some confusion going forward. What do you see that process playing out like, and what should voters expect? Well, David, here's the short answer. Have you ever seen The Purge? Because it's basically going to be a lot like that. (laughs) No, I'm only partially kidding. Uh, So here's the thing. There are a lot of things we don't know. One thing we do know is that there is a 99.99999% chance that we will not know the results of the election the night of the third, no matter what anybody says. And that is important. No matter what anybody says, we will not have a final count the night of the third. And And that's okay, because the most important thing is that every vote is counted, not that it's counted by the 11 o'clock I was just about to say Ah! that. Can I throw something at you? across the country. (laughs) 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 Like ghost dad. Yes, Audrey's right. She stole my thunder. But here's why we want to make sure that every vote is counted and why it won't be on the third. Absentee ballots. So here's the thing. When you vote in person... You know, you walk up to the polling place, you go in. There's a mostly electronic machine now. We've gotten rid of chads, thank God. You punch in a bunch of buttons. You vote for who you want to vote for. And then at the end of the day, the machine spits out a total. And then we just add up those totals. It's really easy to count in-person votes. Absentee votes are a totally different thing. They have to be mailed in. And then an actual human has to open an envelope, pull out another envelope, scan it, mark down that the person who voted uh, is the right person, verify signatures, do a bunch of stuff. If you live in a, in a county like Los Angeles County, they have to do a thing so that it texts you, letting you know they got your ballot. And then they have to take your ballot and put it in a machine and it has to get counted. It's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. And we now have millions and millions, tens of millions more people voting absentee than ever before. And in most states, you can't start counting ballots until either the day of the election or maybe a day or two beforehand. So it's going to take a long time for us to figure out who won. And we want it to because the longer it takes, the more it means that we are counting every single vote. You know, the big problem with elections in normal years is that we've usually called the election before the polls have even closed in every state and before absentee ballots are counted. And because the numbers usually work out, it's okay, but it's not great. And we actually saw the repercussions of that in 2000. And so this, you know, I'm really hoping leads us on a path where we are used to waiting and where we are no longer expecting the media to call it before we go to bed. But they won't. Well, here's the thing. It's the media. They might call it before we go to bed. They will be wrong. And there will be many, many weeks where we don't actually know who won. And hopefully they won't call it. So we know that we're not going to know 
the night of. We know that it could take days to even weeks. I live in California. 72% of voters here usually vote by mail. We sometimes go a couple of months without knowing who won certain seats because it's a big state and it takes a lot to count absentee ballots. So it's going to be a little bit. We know that there's going to be a lot of chaos, that people on both sides of the parties, of organizations, are going to be saying a lot, all kinds of crazy stuff. And we know that what we all actually need to do is just sit down and wait. If people want to take to the streets, if people want to file lawsuits, there's a lot of things you can do after you know the results. But while they're counting, what we have to do is just let them count. So... <sighs> It's going to be a little like the purge. It's going to be very stressful. I recommend that you find other things to do. Spread the Vote will actually have a whole campaign giving you a bunch of options of things you can do. Uh, But the answer is, you know, sit on your couch and wait or go for a run or hang out with your kids and like decompress from the the pre-November 3rd stress because we're going to just have to wait until every single vote is counted. And that's going to take longer than just 11 p.m. Eastern on November 3rd. What she said. (laughs) Uh, And to help with this stressful moment, Andrea and I and our fabulous producers, Julia and Joanna, also known as J2, have decided that we are going to extend this podcast until we know what the results are. So we'll still be coming every week and we'll let you know what's going on. Here's where they're counting ballots. Here's, you know, what the results are in Kentucky. Whatever the news is, whatever the chaos is, whatever's happening that may be confusing. We're going to be here. We'll do similar sort of short episodes like we're doing now all the way through finding out what the results are. So if you have questions, you can keep emailing them to us or keep DMing us on Instagram or wherever else because we're going to be sure that we've got you covered. Thank you so much for joining us. We will be answering your most pressing voting questions all the way up and past the election. Uh, To learn more about what's happening at Vote.org, you can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And to learn more about Spread the Vote, visit us at our website, SpreadTheVote.org, or at SpreadTheVoteUS on all the socials, where you can sign up to volunteer, you can donate, support our work, buy some swag, whatever you want. If you have a question that you want us to address on the show, first of all, time is running out, so get them in now. Uh, You can email us at votethepodcast at gmail.com or, you know, DM us on Insta at votethepod. While you're DMing us, follow us. Um, And that's also where you can learn more about the show. Um, And you can, of course, subscribe to the podcast. And look, you've listened this far. Give us a rating. Give us five stars. Write a nice note. My mother reads them. She gets very excited. So you're not doing this for us. You're doing this for her. Bye, everybody. Go vote.